The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Catherine Zox Show. This informative and entertaining show will start your mornings off on the right foot. Here's your host, Catherine Zox, your social worker with the microphone. Welcome to the Catherine Zox Show. Good morning. Thank you for joining us. I am Catherine Zox. Your social worker with the microphone with my co-host, Lauren Beller Blake. And you're listening to VoiceAmericaVariety.com this morning. Good morning, Lauren. How are you? Good morning, Catherine. I am well, fired yeah. up, ready to roll. Yeah, I already can hear it in your voice, though. You sound like you have a cold. I do have a little cold, but hey, it's not getting me down. No, good. Uh, well, I, I haven't had a cold yet. It is, so I'm not, I don't want to get too near you. Don't worry, this is the beauty of technology. You don't have to. Exactly. Uh, we got one guest today, and she's going to come on a little later in the show. She is going to be talking about, well, her topic is, she's a jewelry store, a very well-known one. She's on QVC. She sells this stuff at Zales. Anyway, big-time jewelry owner, entrepreneur, woman, Jennifer L. Carey. She's president and creator of Jennifer Carey Designs. Um, will ju- and the topic, or one of the topics, is will jewelry survive this holiday season? Because, I mean, obviously that's a big concern, the whole retail business and uh, what's going to happen and who's buying. And are people buying? I don't see that they are. You know, right before Thanksgiving, I was, over, I was in the mall. I want to tell you, Lauren, I went to Best Buy for under $1,000. I bought a flat-screen TV. Yep. A printer, faxer, what else do they do? Print, fax, and something else. Oh, copy machine. I got a net, a computer, one of those Dell little, you know, notebooks. Yep. And various other small stuff. For under $1,000 you bought all that? Yes, for under $1,000. Oh my God! They were they were loving you. They were loving me. The guy, the kid, was walking around carrying all the stuff for me. <laughs> I decided I'm going to do one stop shopping. But my point is, I didn't see a lot of people shopping. And usually at this, well, maybe it's a little bit early. And you know, this it's is not that my, early. It's not. No. Yeah. Retail. Well, I don't. Well, know. I'm excited I, to speak to Jennifer. I have some questions for her. You do. All right. I well, do. don't ask him. I'm not asking them. I don't care about your answer. I want to hear her answer. <laughs> All right, good. <laughs> well, then we'll wait for her answer and see what she has to say. I mean, whatever. Uh, well, we had Nell Merlino. I spoke to her the other day and talk about business. She said that women, um, and you know who she is. Of course I, I do. Want, yeah, I just want to give her. She's the CEO of, and I want to give the right to, uh, Make mine a million and count me in. Count me in. Count me in. She says that women... Apparently, even in this downturned economy, there are more women who are now stepping up or stepping away from just having a small business, and they are more women, and she had stats in terms of how many are making millions of dollars in their enterprises, and they're doing well despite the economy. Yeah, I'm hearing that. I'm definitely seeing that, too. So you're seeing that in I'm your business? I'm seeing that with yeah. current clients, there's, and there's a... 
it's a percent, a smaller percentage, but because uh, there's still people affected by the economy, absolutely. But there's other, like there's an entity that's really not being touched, and they've they sort of been building the past two, three, four years. So the recession's touching them, but not. Um, they still have a successful business, you know. Yeah, and she said even across the board that it doesn't, you know, the type of business, it, it, it doesn't make any difference. The demographics of who the, the women are, if they're from, you know, 20 to 70. They're in different parts of the country. Uh, as I said, different kinds of businesses. So uh, it's just all across the board. I agree with that. Yeah. All across the board in different segments. And what I'm amazed at is how many very small businesses are multi-million dollar businesses. In other words, I spoke to a woman yesterday. Multi-million dollar business, six people in her company. But what about this? I mean, as we a million dollars today. Multi, this one was multi-million. Okay, this is multi-million. But she's, but she's including Mel Merlino in her statistics, a million or million oh, plus, absolutely right? she is, yeah. So, you know, how do you factor that in? Because a million dollars today is not what it was five years well, ago. Well, that's a big t- Well, that, yeah, but I don't think now, even in Nell's... Um, in Nell's numbers, she's yeah. looking at helping women get to a million dollars in sales, gross sales, uh-huh. gross sales. And I agree with you. A million dollars now is is totally different than a million dollars twenty years ago. Yeah, ten years ago. One of the businesses that she uh, talked about, I guess this woman has made multi multi millions of dollars. I forgot the name of the company. I don't think it's that important, but the type of company. It's a concierge company. I think maybe this was number one in her. Of, of businesses and, uh, that she was uh, looking at, uh, number one business was a concierge business because this woman took it. Well, you and I have talked about this, taking advantage of, okay, in a downturn economy, what do people need? Well, they need concierge service. Mom and dad and the breadwinners are out working, two families, so they need people to go to help with the you know concierge services to show for the kids around, to show for grandma around, to get food, to do you know all of those activities of daily living. And so this woman had tapped into that, and apparently she's done an inc- phenomenal you know business. And I think it was someplace in the south. Not that that's so important. You know, that is interesting. I believe that we're going to see more and more outsourcing like that. Now, that's a great example of, <clears throat> excuse me, that's a great example of rather than bring someone in-house to do that kind of work for companies, they're outsourcing to concierge types of companies, um, project management companies where they outsource just a project so they don't bring somebody in and have to pay them when the project's complete and keep finding projects. Yeah, I think that's the way. Well, I think you mentioned this a couple weeks ago. That's kind of the, that's the trend. You I see it, right? Really I really mean, see a yeah. lot of that happening, that trend of outsourcing short-term <clears throat> and letting it go. And I, so those businesses are continuing to do well because it's saving the company money. Yes, they're spending money, but long-term they're saving money. I think from the consumer's point of view, and I'm going to talk about that because I think because things change so quickly, and I told you, I think I said it, I that I, you know, I purchased this new condo, and somebody said to me, well, you're going to get somebody to clean, like a cleaning person. I said, you know, I don't really want a cleaning person. I want a cleaning service, because that is, uh, you know, which is a concierge service. Uh, It's a business. If I want them once a month, if I want them once every two months, that's up to me. I don't have to have this sort of intimate relationship with the person or someone who's dependent on a job once a week. Exactly. And 
it, it fits my mentality. And I think that that, not just in terms of cleaning services, but I think a lot of other services as well. So you're not tied into someone necessarily. You have the option. It's a service. Exactly. I think that that's, and again, that's, um, that's saving you money when you're spending money. It's saving you money. It gives you the freedom to spend it how and when you want to spend it. Yeah, so you're, you're, technically you're spending money. Long term, you're getting your needs met in, on your terms versus somebody else's terms. Yeah, and that's, that's what they do in Australia. Australia has, I mean, they're making a comparison between another, you know, Western country. In Australia, they don't have, say, it, it, women or men who come into your house and, let's say, cleaning people, or you don't have people who do your lawn, a private person. Everything is done as we're talking about it. You, uh, it's, it they're services, they're businesses, they're small businesses. And that's true across the board in the big, like Sydney and Melbourne, the big cities. And that's how they do it. It's very different than here. It's, I do think we're going to see our mentality is going to start changing. I do. I remember we had this conversation with one of the guests a couple of weeks ago about how um, even te- the tax structure is different in Australia. And there's a we're, we have a lot of catching up to do. We do. Hopefully, we'll be able to do it. We'll see. <laughs> it's, a, it's not just catching up from a product standpoint or a service standpoint, but a mentality. You know, I think that we've um, got ourselves stuck in this mentality of. Um, more spending, more, there's a lot of, even my nanny, you know, she, she wants me to commit to her a certain number of hours a week or a month, whatever it is. And I'm, you know what? That doesn't work for me. But if you want to work for me, this is how it's going to be. You know, it's just, there's, it's everybody, there's a, um, there's a attitude that's you owe me kind of thing versus very grateful for what we have, you know? All right. So let's take the nanny because I think that's, that's the key, the attitude. Her attitude and your attitude are different. You're coming from different places, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So her attitude is what? I'm coming to work for you, so I have to set the parameters. I'm, I have to come once a week and for 20 Whether hours I work a week, it or you... not, I want to be paid for X number of hours. Yeah. And that's just not, I mean, when you're work, when it's a part-time job, you know, for 15 hours a week, that's just not the way it works, you know? Uh-huh. It's not the way it works. So... Are you able to negotiate with? Obviously, you are right now with her. Or are there going to be a lot more nannies who are going to who are going to, you know because of comp- because of competition who are going to say, hey, you, uh, I'll take it. Yeah, you know, because people are. Um, I think that we're in a new place with the economy the way it is, where people are getting to a place of being more grateful for having something. And I think that that grateful attitude has gone out the window the past decade or whatever it is because we've come to this. What's the word I'm looking for? You know the word. Um, like this entitlement, you know, entitled, yeah. entitled, entitled. Like I'm entitled to my health care and I'm entitled to my, you know, well, we need to do something to earn it, you know, as well. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, you know, the word grateful always bothers me. Grateful I, in a business sense. I don't know why, but it's like grateful. The shift, I don't think either one of you have to be grateful. I mean, I used to have nannies who felt that I should be grateful that they were working for me. I have, I totally get it. And yeah, I'm thinking, I don't want, this is business. It's, I mean, obviously, it's, it's, it is business. I'm, I'm hiring you to do a job, and it's an intimate job because you're working <clears> with my kids. But I don't want to be grateful. I don't want you to be grateful. I so want how about to, the word appreciative? Like, appreciative of the workers we have and appreciative of the job. Appreciative is better. Um, I do think that, so even if we were to change words, that I think that there's something about getting, being appreciative for the work that someone can provide you. 
and not feeling like you owe them or because they've committed to do some work for you. Yeah, and I even like to, I can't think if we, if anyone is listening and they want, if there's another word there, (coughs) negotiating or contract, like if you hire a doctor or a lawyer or or a CPA, the word grateful or even appreciative doesn't come into play. It just doesn't, right? Well, I don't know what the word is, but you negotiate whatever the price is and you, and they provide a service and you pay for it or vice versa. It's, uh, to me, it should be that same kind of situation. So there's a professionalism. A professionalism, yes. We're, we, we are not, we're, I mean, yeah, you want to appreciate the work, like the work, be satisfied with the work. So let me give you another example. Yeah, I had give a me another cleaning one. person who had worked for me for, oh, God, two years probably. And I'm very consistent. I have her come not every single week, sometimes not even every two weeks, but definitely once a month. So she came at least 24 times over the course of two years. Not that that's, like, huge commitment, but she was... I told her I was trying to be nice. You know, our house was going on the market, and I didn't want her to see our for sale sign um, but, and not tell her. So right. I, 30 seconds left. So I let her know that that was happening. The next time she came to my house, she quit. <laughs> <laughs> now, our house has been for sale for nine months. She had nine more months of cleaning to do. Crazy. Well, she was not appreciative. No. <laughs> she was, where is she today? We have to go after her. No, we'll get <laughs> That's a great example. Lauren Beller-Blake, Catherine Zox, uh, VoiceAmericaVariety.com, the Catherine Zox Show. Uh, Lauren and I are going to take a short break. and we come back, uh, we'll be talking to our guests. Don't go away. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. If you want to put the pep back in your step, Chad Lafferty's has just what you're looking for. Dance is life. Life is dance. It's only about dance. It's about moving through life with style, gaining awareness of the never-ending, ever-flowing movement that accompanies all of life's activities. Dance is life. Life is dance. Broadcast every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Radio Network. Be sure to tune in and tap into the limitless healing that dance can provide. Can't stop now. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Emotional intelligence has been documented to be the most important skill for a leader to move up in an organization. Leaders Playbook will unpack what emotional intelligence is, why it is important, and how you can raise your emotional intelligence for yourself, your direct reports, and your team. Join Dr. Relly Nadler every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern, to the Leaders Playbook on the Voice America Business Channel. Your success, your success could depend on it. 
stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. listening to the Catherine Zox Show. If you'd like to join our conversation this morning, call now. The toll-free number is 866-472-5788. That number again is 866-472-5788. We're back. I'm Catherine Zox, your social worker with a microphone with my co-host Lauren Deller-Blake. You're listening to voiceamerica.com. And this morning, we thanks for joining us, by the way, early in the morning on the, on the West Coast anyway. Jennifer L. Carey is president and creator of Jennifer Carey Designs. Um, we're going to be talking to Jennifer today. She, does, she has a big company, a big uh, jewelry company. She's, maybe you've seen her on QVC uh, or on the Fox Business Network because she has uh, been on Fox Business Network for her expertise, which is what we are going to talk to her about today. Um, will jewelry, the big question is, will jewelry survive this holiday season? I mean, Lauren and I have just been talking about the fact that, you know, the retail business, we, it doesn't seem to be so good. I mean, I haven't bought jewelry lately, but uh, how, you know, how the jewelry business will survive. Um, Jennifer L. Carey, how are you this morning? I'm doing great. Good morning from Dallas. How are you guys? We're great. All right. So talk to us about jewelry. You have a big business. Obviously, you're doing well. It doesn't seem to be a problem, or is it? Um, it's not a problem. I think that it's really important to have product lines or jewelry selections that are at different price points. And, you know, we still have our high-end line, but we have a very successful sterling silver line that is available at QVC and soon to be available at Costco. And, you know, it's very affordable. And QVC is great in that it really taught me as a vendor how to manufacture at uh, lower price points, you know, under a hundred, um, definitely under two hundred, and you can you can look go to qvc.com and and look at the different jewelry price points. And my line is Jennifer Carey, and it there's just you know there's a product and a price point that's comfortable for everyone, and you don't have to to sacrifice beauty or great design. So, and, all right, and another thing about jewelry, I think in many women as well as men, see jewelry as a good investment. It's, it's something that once you do buy it, whatever the price point, but that it is somewhat of an investment. Absolutely, especially, especially with the metals market and gold and silver increasing and looking like it, it'll increase in the future. I mean, it's, it's a great um, heirloom piece. It's a, it's a great precious piece to invest in. And one of my products is the the baby block charms, and they're bought usually by the dad to commemorate, you know, the birth of of the child, and as a gift to the mom, and or to grandmas or aunts. And again, it's jewelry is always collectible; it's always precious. And women in America work really hard. They wear a lot of hats. They multitask and. They not only deserve to reward themselves, but they deserve to be rewarded by the family that loves them. And so who do they, I want to know, do they reward themselves or who buys the jewelry? Or is it, you know, it just depends on what the event is. But you mentioned, you know, that uh, dads buy the the baby block charms when they have a new baby. Do women buy jewelry for themselves? Oh, yes. I think think women brands specify um, a, a great deal out there in America. I think that they 
um, the the power of you know whispering in your husband or significant's ear what it is that you want, or sending him an email, or forwarding him an email. Um, hey, my birthday's coming up. There's only you know 242 shopping days left. <laughs> you know, here's here's what I like, and you know, I drop I drop hints, and you know, or I I forward little emails, or I you know, as I'm walking by a window, you know, say, look, honey. <laughs> Um, and, and why not? And plus, women make their own money. They're a huge, you know, um, shopping force and, and revenue, you know, providing force. So they make their own shopping decisions too. And Jennifer, do they wear the jewelry um, because they're out? As you say, first of all, they're working, so they're out in the community. They're at work. They're not at home. So it seemed to me they'd be wearing more jewelry because they'd be wearing jewelry at work. Um, you know, Absolutely, you- women. Um, I I do a line, and it's called Interchangeable Beauty, and you can kind of you know throw it on and 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 play tennis or or go through carpool and. And then you know go on to work whether it's a home based business or in in a corporate office and then you know segue into into evening whether um, you know it's it's dashing through Costco with the grocery cart or meeting friends you know for cocktails or a church meeting um, but jewelry today transcends and goes you know through the day, through the complete lifestyle. All right, so give us an example. What would be? In- I like that concept, don't you, Lauren? Interchangeable jewelry. Mm-hmm. So what is it? What do you? What, what would it be? It, it's great. Like you can throw on. Um, I have a, a black cord with a heart on it. Um, I can add a pendant on it. I can change out that pendant if I'm going to a more serious meeting. Um, you know, I've got this morning. I I sometimes. You know, drop the kids at school, and then you know I'll I'll finish putting pieces on. You know, I threw on, um, you know, a I got a gray pair of slacks. I threw on a, a pink. Um, I I got out of the house with a white T-shirt and, and pants on, but then in the car I threw on a pink St. John jacket. I then added a, a a pin. It's a cherub pin on a black bow. I threw on, you know, then to go from, you know, parking lot into the office. You know, I've got earrings on. I've got bracelets that are layered. And sometimes you just kind of get it on at, at weird moments throughout the day as, as, as you get, you know, your, your main stuff done. Well, I was thinking, Jennifer, also in terms of traveling, because you mentioned the St. John jacket. I mean, I have like a repertoire of St. John. They're all interchangeable, right? I can go yeah. away for a weekend, take four pieces, and if I took four pe- pieces of your jewelry, I mean, you could have... Dozens of different outfits. Uh, absolutely, and the, the the same bow that I put in the front of the St. John jacket today that has my uh, sterling silver cherub pin. Sometimes I move it around. Like I, I've got a ponytail going on today because um, I just didn't have time to do the perfect hair, but yet I had to get out the door. But sometimes I throw that pin in the back, and on my website there's a, a shot of the pin in in my hair, and it's cool. It's interchangeable beauty, beauty, and I don't know about you guys, but I've got to be in six places at one time and yep. moving fast and looking good or, or trying to fake it. <laughs> exactly. And com, by the way, that's the website to go to, com for anyone who's listening. Uh, yeah, that whole concept of interchangeable, I mean, I think you really hit on somebody. Are you unique? Does anybody else do that or describe it as that? Um, oh, we don't have to mention them anyway. 
Yeah, I I think that a, a lot of jewelry designers, you know, are pro to layering pieces, and I think it's it's cool and okay to wear you know more than one designer mixed together. Um, it doesn't have to be all Jennifer Carey, and you have pieces that you've either bought you know at different stages of your life or have been given to you, and you know wear it all together, mix it up, and in in Texas, we have a saying where women try and, and wear as much jewelry as possible. In California, they they give it away. In New York, they put it in the safety deposit box. <laughs> but so, um, Lauren, what do you do with yours? I want to hear your take on it. What do I do with my jewelry? Yeah. Um, you know, I I wear it all, and I I don't care if it's the really expensive. I wear my most expensive stuff all the time, and if it's not something that I feel like I can wear all the time, I don't even want it. That's that's how I am. It's a lifestyle choice, and it's I'm very comfortable with wearing um, 18 karat on a daily basis or platinum. I mix my silver in with it. Nobody can tell the difference. I can't tell the difference. I can't either. And I also have to say I love the black rope look with something really nice. I love that look. It's like really casual, yet you can get away with it on a really nice, fancy outfit. Absolutely, uh, it's very versatile. Well, I think jewelry makes a statement in terms of who you are. And, you know, I'm in New York City a lot, and I don't know if you heard, and Jennifer, um, Lauren knows this, and I'll dress very casually, and then I will wear a very expensive gold necklace. And somehow doing that, and, I, you know, if I walk into a store or I walk into a place of business, they'll take me seriously. They'll wait on me. I don't have to be dressed up. I don't necessarily have to have my St. John suit or something on, but the truth is if I have a good piece of jewelry and, and or earrings, uh, people take you seriously. Absolutely. Jewelry, you know, just lights up the room. People notice it. It, you know, reflects light into the face. You know, those earrings that dance on either side of, you know, beautiful eyes or mouth. And, you know, they just get noticed more than we think. Um, they do, we tend to, because we look at it all the time, we, we forget how it impacts others. But, you know, next time you board a plane, put some jewelry on and walk down that aisle and, and heads will turn. And I have more people come up to me on a plane or the, the, the lovely flight attendants or crew and say, hey, we noticed your piece, where'd you get it? Or <laughs> I, you know. I made it. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a nice way to, to talk to people and a great conversation starter. Yeah, they'll notice your jewelry more than they will your outfit or your clothes. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely true. What's jewelry? What? What? How young is too? When should uh, and and like Lauren has your well, a preschooler. At what stage should little girls start wearing jewelry, or even little boys? Boys are wearing jewelry now too. Lauren, you you have an opinion on that? No, I was waiting for Jennifer to tell her. I think that I think no age is too early. I think that you know when when babies are born, you know we give beautiful sterling you know um, baby spoons, baby cups, and and what I like to suggest to families is get the mom a piece and get you know the baby a piece, but go ahead and, and sometimes put the baby piece away. So that you have mother-daughter matching, or you know, mother-son, or whatever, and it's a piece that when the child grows up, they can start wearing. But it commemorates the day they were born, and my baby blocks do that, or I do um, different block charms um, for for families, depending on you know what's important to them or what's sentimental. And 
I don't think it's too early. You obviously have safety issues, and you want to use logic as a mom, and you don't want to put anything in baby's mouth that they obviously can swallow. Um, but I think jewelry, you know, every little girl grows up with, you know, Disney princesses and images of, of tiaras, and so I think there's, there's nothing wrong with encouraging that, you know, at an early age. All right, so right from the start, and maybe you could also include dad in the process. You know, you talk about mother-daughter and getting jewelry that, that goes together. Uh, you could Maybe there's something for father as well. Oh, yeah. I, to include, I, yeah. I, I designed a pair of cufflinks. It's the same block charm concept. It's like a teeny miniature rotating block, and I, I did them as cufflinks. Um, for the children's dad. When, yeah, so when you the... get the whole family. Right, we're going to take a short break right okay. now. We, are, I'm Catherine Sox, your social worker with a microphone, my co-host Lauren Beller-Blake, and we're talking to Jennifer L. Carey, president and creator of Jennifer Carey Designs. You can go to jennifercareydesigns.com, but don't go away because we'll be back in a minute. the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787, Hello? and ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. What it comes down to, ladies, is that defining line between been there, done that, and ain't going back, baby. Yeah, I've heard them call you yuppies and baby boomers, maybe even dolls, babes, darling, sugar, and sweetheart. But I say that women are truly amazing. Join Dr. Marlene for Amazing Women, Brains, Beauty, and Style every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific right here on the Voice America Women's Radio Network. Are you living with passion, purpose, and play? Are you ready to overcome your fears, claim your power and purpose to make your mark on the world, but don't know where to start? Chuck Self, the Rebel Bell, will inspire and empower you to squeeze as much juice and joy out of life as possible. You'll find your passion, live on purpose, and do it all with a boatload of play. Join this amazing voice for Tuck Talk every Monday at 6 p.m. in the East and 3 p.m. in the West on the Voice America Variety Channel. Live rebelliciously and on your terms. Inside all of us lives a warrior. We win battles with our careers, our finances, our children, our pets. It's time that the warrior within wins the battles with our own being. Modern-day Renaissance man Ori Hoffmeckler dispels eating urban legends and fitness myths in Voice America Network's The Warrior Within. Your guide to nutrition, energy, sex, and survival. Ori sets the record straight and will help you become leaner and healthier for a lifetime. The Warrior Within broadcasts live every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific on The Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Tune in for your guide to nutrition, energy, sex, and survival. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Listening to the Catherine Zox Show. If you would like to join our conversation this morning, call now. The toll free number is 866 472 5788. That number again is 866 472 5788. We're back. Thanks for joining us on VoiceAmericaVariety.com. I'm your social worker with a white microphone, Catherine Zox, and Lauren Beller Blake, my co host. And this morning we're talking to Jennifer L. Carey. She's president and creator of Jennifer Carey Designs, wonderful, beautiful jewelry. 
And you can go to her website at jennifercarydesigns.com. So, uh, Lauren, you said before you had a few questions for Jennifer. I do, I do. I'm dying to get this question in. So I notice on your website you don't sell watches, but my question is, is are they in today? Like, we don't use watches anymore. We have cell phones. Um, I I think watches are always in. You know, sometimes I think as, as moms we forget to throw them on before we go out the door, but... Um, you know, I think watches are in. I think it's it's a preference. Um, I I love having one. I wear one. I don't yet have one in the line. I'm working on a baby block clock watch. Oh, cool! Yeah, that'll be you know tied into um, celebrating children and and moms who um, bring them into the world. And so that's that's in development. But I I love watches. I'm I think they're cool. And there's the one on my left wrist today. <laughs> I love watches too, and I was I had seen a segment this past week that watches are out and people aren't buying them anymore, and I was so disappointed because I love watches. Yeah, I haven't I haven't heard that or or, or um, you know that I think again anything goes in you know we as women can set the style, set the tone, and really have fun with it. You can be as edgy or as conservative as you want to be. So, Jennifer, edgy and wearing a watch, and is it appropriate to wear a really dressy watch, let's say a watch that has jewels on it, maybe some diamonds or other jewelry, and wear that with a pair of jeans and a T-shirt? Is that cool, or is that overdoing it, or what? No, Catherine, I do all the time. I, You know, my my standard mommy designer entrepreneur uniform is is jeans um jeans high heels you know god rest my my soul and my feet but How about your feet? Um, <laughs> your i'm just soul. like i think i was born in high heels it was bad but anyway so jeans high heels cool belt um t-shirt st john jacket i throw on my on my left wrist what what i love for me is i have a chopard watch and it's cool. It's got those floating diamonds that move around because I'm still kind of like part kid. Yeah. And, and I love the, the the juxtaposition, excuse me if I'm not saying it correctly, but of the, you know, here's like these, it's an expensive watch, but yet it's playful, it's fun. It's. Um, I also got it at 50% off. <laughs> that always where, where Are you going to tell us where you got it at 50% off? Next commercial. <laughs> <laughs> commercial. When, when I uh, pop up to New York or D.C. or down to Austin, I'll, I'll, I'll confess all my shopping secrets. Yeah. So, but that, I, I wear it every day. It's, um, I think the band is stainless. The face of the watch is 18 karat. Um, it goes with, you know, wedding ring, engagement ring. It goes with, you know, any of my pieces from my line. On my right wrist is my JC Monogram uh, charm bracelet thing that you can put charms on. Today I don't have a charm on. I just have it by itself. Um, I've got 18 karat diamond earrings on just because they're comfy. I wear these things like every day. And I can talk on the phone, or I, I can just go, go, go. You're a good advertisement for your business. I'd say. Uh, I love it. I love it. Got, I got the cherub pin and got a little chain going on. Um, you know, but sometimes I'll fly out of the house, and, and the, the teachers at the school tease me. They're like, why is your jewelry today? I'm like, oh, you know. But most days I, I got it on, got it together. And, again, just being comfortable in your own your own skin, your own jewelry. But, 
I just well, one of the things you said, Jennifer, is the watch, expensive watch. I mean, you got the Chopard watch for 50% off. I don't know that we can all do that, but when you're describing the watch, so a really expensive watch, but, in a, but a casual design, it sounds yeah. like that's what works. Yep. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that. Not to, not to do a, a Chopard commercial, but it's like they've got one with a, it's like a rubber band, you know, and then it's got these fish cruising around in the inside. And I just think it's hysterical, you know, and I, I like things with personality and, and pieces that may be well designed but also are playful and fun. And I think my line, you know, Jennifer Care Designs is reflective of that as well. Now, do you help people or do you help to, to like, get the right, how should I say, you know, do you help them, let's say somebody wants to purchase something and it's not right for them or you don't see that it is or that it's, you know, it's not in style or it doesn't fit their look or whatever. Are you real, I guess, um, Blunt. deliberate about telling them, you know, perhaps what they should or should not be wearing or buying for themselves? Yeah, I, I am. I'm I'm honest and I'm direct. And uh, if they ask me my opinion, I, I will certainly give it. Um, if they, if I really think that a lower piece is, is more beautiful on them, I will state that. And I, I want to develop long-term relationships, long-term term clients, and I just, I care about the people. I want them to be happy, and I want the pieces to be worn. And and so you have to be direct. You have to say, you know, hey, I think that looks good, or or perhaps, you know, you may want to look at this as another option, or um, um, that kind of like, you know, <laughs> you don't want to go there. <laughs> or your ears are too big, you really shouldn't be emphasizing them, uh, you know, may, we're with smaller earring or something like that. What about pearls? Are pearls oh. in? I mean, I don't know, Lauren. Do you wear pearls? I have some beautiful pearls. I always I feel like you. I wear I them have, anywhere. Yeah, I have them. I don't wear them so much these days, but I don't know why. Just because the newer stuff is what I've been wearing. Yeah, I wear mine all the time. I, I layer them with different things. I've got this one strand. I twist it like three times into a choker. I had it on yesterday with um, like a little black velvet jacket and blue jeans, and um, and then I have a chunkier. Um, strand of South Sea pearls, and then um, I do a lot. I have a pearl collection on my website. I did a whole collection just in and around pearls, and I like to use them as accent pieces with you know either you know sterling or white gold, yellow gold, and then mix colored stones in with them. Or um, I also work with uh, pink pearls, lavender pearls, peach pearls um, from the Orient. You know, those pistachio green, uh, pearls are cool. They're great. Yeah. Um, you're an artist, though. I think it yeah, all, it, it's like, it. It, it, yeah. I, I mean, as you're talking, I mean, you sound, I mean, you are, you're an artist. You're a jewelry artist. How did you get, my, how, how did you get to this point? You've been in business for what, 10 years? Yes. So, how'd you start? It was great. I, I got married in 98 and I had a huge career in, in high tech and, um, um, Lauren worked with Michael Dell in the early days. I was his PC Magazine ad rep and called on him when he was teeny. And and I worked at Apple and PC Mag and just went on up the corporate ladder in the, the computer and software industry. And then when I got married in 98, I was, after 16 years, able to stop working for the first time. And it's just, it, it was a great gift. And I one of my goals was I always wanted to do a creative company. And I always wanted to be a mom. And so while I was going through and working to get to get pregnant, and I, I had my twins at 40, 
um, um, you know, I started dabbling with some pieces that my husband had given me. They weren't quite right. I was messing with them. And then once I was pregnant with the twins, um, I wanted to create a jewelry product to commemorate the birth of children, and specifically my twins. And there really wasn't anything cool or precious enough out there that you could personalize. And so I created the baby block charm, and the first one I gave to the high-risk OB who delivered the, the twins, um, Dr. Jimenez. And my, my kids are alive today because of this wonderful man. And, and um, in fact, I was living in Austin at the time and, and came up and, and um, worked real close with Presby Walnut Hill. And my twins came at 29 weeks, two and a half pounds. And so I've I had some real life-changing things happen where it it allowed me to, you know, just I had a lot of passion, I had a lot of love, and I really want to express that through my products and bring that joy to other families. So you had the, the perfect combination. You had the set of circumstances that compelled you to do it. You have the creativity, and then you had, as you say, what, 16 years of, of business experience in the high-tech companies. Right. It, it, it was really different. I went from high-tech to low-tech with diamonds, you know, and, um, you know, megabytes to, you know, it, it's just totally different and learning how to manufacture, you know, overseas and, um I've made a lot of mistakes and I've made a lot of, of, of opportunities and I've gotten lucky and, uh, I just keep pushing and, and plugging along and, uh, I love my company and I love that I'm able to drop my kids in the morning, you know, tootle down the street to my office, uh, work here. If I get a call from the school, I can run up there. Um, or yesterday I was at the pediatrician with the kids, but it's, you know, I can be an entrepreneur, grow my company, be creative, be a mom, and and wear know. your beautiful designs. I mean, this is what every woman would love to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, really Jennifer. Nice. Okay, what's in what's for the future? Anything you can share with us? I mean, um, I'm I'm working with Disney. I've been working with them for about a year to do the blocks in Disney characters. You know, like a Tinkerbell block, or as they introduce a new movie, to do a custom block to go along and promote with that and it's 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 really cool new collection is still in development um so that that's been cooking i've been working on that and then um am lucky enough to uh, be coming aboard as, as a costco vendor um with a limited number of stores but that will grow and expand hopefully and um I just, I'm a Costco member and I really, I just dig that store. I love it. I just, so how many people I, work for you? How, how big is your? It's, it's teeny. I have my, uh, it's about four people and we, we also outsource and have real strategic partners. Like I have a real strong manufacturing partner there in, um, Cranston, Rhode Island with the factory in Bangkok. I've got a factory in Hong Kong. Um, my, Number one assistant right arm and person I can't live without. Um, she's been with me three years. Her name's Allison, and she she started as my babysitter three years ago. That's wow. not surprising. I that's bet that's more common story. than you think. Yeah, she um, she's really bright. Um, I also um, have been recently approached by a worldwide company that has noticed the brand, the Jennifer Carey Designs brand. And we're um, having some cool talks there because um, I want to further expand. I have like this whole line of 
baby block gifts and accessories I want to bring to market, and plus my fashion line of jewelry, and I'm ready to grow and expand. And um, the company's been just self-financed. And um, um, you're unstoppable. I mean, we have to say goodbye, but I mean, you're an amazing woman. I mean, I. I um, I just want to mention your website again so that anybody, obviously, who wants to know more about you and also buy the jewelry, jennifercarydesigns.com. And we are talking or have been talking to Jennifer Carey, who is president and creator of Jennifer Carey Designs. Really, thanks so much for being on the show this morning. I learned so much from you. Oh, you're welcome, Catherine. My best to you up there in D.C. and Lauren down in Austin. You guys are great. Thank, Thank you for you. doing It was fun. Oh, yeah. bless you all. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Lauren, we're going to take a short break, as we always do. Lauren Beller-Blake, Catherine Zox, VoiceAmericaVariety.com. We'll be back in a minute, so don't go away. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Total career success. What does it mean to you? Voice America presents a radio program dedicated to help you achieve your career goal. Even in times of economic uncertainty, you can achieve your financial goals. Whether you're a college grad, new in the working environment, or a top-level executive, you will benefit from the practical and proven advice on job search and career advancement. Join Ken and Cheryl Dawson every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, for Total Career Success on Voice America. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Are there any mistakes in your life that you've made that you want to keep? Think about that for just a second. Are there any mistakes in your life that you want to keep? Creativity is allowing yourself to make mistakes, but art is knowing which ones to keep. Join internationally recognized author, speaker, and master coach M. Nora Claver for Bare Naked with Nora Claver, a celebration of life and all the inevitable mistakes we make through the course of it. Join Nora Thursday mornings at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to The Catherine Zox Show. If you'd like to join our conversation this morning, call now. The toll-free number is 866-472-5788. That number again is 866-472-5788. We're back. I'm Catherine Zox, your social worker with a microphone with Lauren Deller-Blake. You're listening early this morning. On the, I always say on the West Coast, we really do thank you for joining us because it is early in the morning, voiceamericavariety.com. 
Lauren and I were talking, well, we were just talking to Jennifer Carey. For those of you who need that website again, she's president and creator of Jennifer Carey Designs. Um, her website is jennifercareydesigns.com. If uh, you are interested in her jewelry, purchasing it, seeing what she's doing. Uh, here's one. Uh, Lauren, this is kind of di- <laughs> This is somebody that I spoke to. This is Love Your Body, Love Your Life. Yes. And this is a concept. This is not necessarily that it's a new concept, but it's a pretty good book. Love Your Body, Love Your Life, Five Steps to End Negative Body Obsession and Start Living Happily and Confidently. Negative Body Obsession, NBO. Have you ever heard? Well, you don't have it. I don't have it. <laughs> I always think I have a great body, even when it's horrible. So, But Negative Body Obsession, NBO. Uh, that women don't, and this she relates this. Her name is Sarah Maria. Uh, author of several books, but anyway, this is uh, she has this five-step program or this five-step plan. If you have negative body obsession, which I think a lot of women do have, um, that you need to in order to get over that, there are five steps that you have to take. And her book tells you how to do this with exercises. She gives you case studies, testimonials. Learn how to stop obsessing over your food and your body and achieve permanent peace with both. So the title of the book is Love Your Body, Love Your Life, Five Steps to End Negative Body Obsession and Start Living Happily and Confidently. So did you read the book? Yeah, I read the book, and I think, you know, she's, it's, a, it's a very practical book. I think it works. I think it has a lot of the, a lot of the things that you talk about, that you, you know, this, um, in the um, Big Fish program, it's more, it's an individual kind of thing. Her first step is you have to, Committing to change, uh-huh. you know, committing to change, saying that you're, you know, that you're going to do something about it, have a goal, have a vision, uh, identify and detach from your negative thoughts. Like when you, I gave an example of myself, I do this, get up in the morning. I do have some negative stuff. I don't know if you do about your body, but. Well, I like my body to be like fit, not just, not, I can't feel it's like jiggly. If I walk and something jiggles, uh-huh. I get pissed. But, okay, so you don't like your body. To, that's a good example. I mean, you get pissed, but do you feel that, does it upset you? Do you feel like, yes, oh, I am my body, you know, I am yeah, my giggling like, body? Yeah, it, no, it's just, it, it's totally inspiring to me to get motivated to get working out again or more workout. Like, walking doesn't just do it. You have to, I have to do my weights. I have to do my sit-ups. I have to do my, you know what I mean? So it challenge, you get challenged. I get challenged, yeah. I just, a lot of things do that to me lately. I'm in one of those moods lately, I guess. Yeah, all right, so you get challenged. So, I mean, that's a good thing. So if something's wrong with you, you see something like you've got cellulite, you've got fat or whatever it is, I've got to do something about it, I'm going to go work out. Yes. Most people are she saying, and I think this is true, they get up. You know, I looked in the mirror the other day and my, I woke up and my eyes are red and puffy and I, I looked away. I didn't want to do I didn't want, <laughs> I, did, I couldn't think of anything to do about it, but it, it was upsetting. That's all I'm saying. So it was like don't let that define who you are or if you're overweight or whatever you think you're, you know, negative body obsession. Don't get obsessed. Do something about it. Yeah. Identify, detach from your negative thoughts about your body and realize that, you know, who you are is not related to just the phys- your physical stuff. Right. But, hey, women. I, I have a hard, I do get that, and I have a hard time with it. Like, I am my body, my body is me. I, I know, like, my intelligently, I know that that's not a true statement, yet 
I guess it's part of my ego, you know, being so attached to what you look like matters, what I yeah. look like matters. All right, so you do get hooked into that. I can, yeah, I yeah. really can. Okay, so you, it's just she's saying, you know, be careful with that because you are, you're smart, you're bright, you have all these accomplishments, you do this. That's who you are, you know, your internal self, not the external stuff where you have to have the perfect hair, the perfect face, the perfect Well, size. I have to say I am over that. Yeah, good. <laughs> I think I mean, motherhood does that. I have a three-and-a-half-year-old at 40. I got over it pretty quickly. Sometimes there's goes, days go by and I don't shower. You know, my husband will be like, you're going out the door like that? I'm the same way. I can't believe you said that. <laughs> I don't shower either, and Barry showers like three times a day. Oh, that's funny. I, I'd love to be more I used to be more like Barry. I see it BS before Sierra. I am, ex- I, you know, I have no excuse, but I always feel I think it's important to keep those natural oils in your body. Well, that's a great excuse. That's what I, that's what I tell myself. It's, but I, I, you know what, I don't even think it's an excuse. I never knew that about you, but I absolutely <laughs> am the same way. I, I'll say, I think I need a shower, and he'll say to me, well, I mean, when's the last time you took a shower? <laughs> well, I don't know, yesterday, whatever. And he says, Disgusting. Disgusting, exactly. And then but when he's taking, I'm always like, you don't have to take another shower. I mean, you're going to wash the skin right off. It just, I think you have to, seriously, I think there is something that, particularly Americans, more than Europeans, we shower way too I much. I think that is true. I do think that's true. And I actually have heard that about babies, like we bathe our babies too much. Yeah, oh, that's interesting. I mean, I've gotten away from that stage, but that's probably true. That's probably why they get all those... Well, we get irritation. Well, I, and I think that we get into a habit that says you have to wash every day. I, you know, and in Austin when Sierra sweats, I do give her, I do bathe her more, you know, every day. And then when it gets cooler, like now, I feel like it's such a break. We don't have to do it every day. Yeah, and I bet that sweating, the moisture is good for your skin. I just have a feeling because I just think it's such a. Well, first of all, we waste water, and it's, that's another piece of it. And it's this modern day phenomenon of sometimes this puritanical. I think there's a whole. You talk about attitude. It's an attitude rather than the reality that you have to be so clean. You know, I think it's. I think you really need to allow your body to do what it does and not wash everything off. Yeah, I do think that that's a Western philosophy. Habit, don't you think? Yeah, so don't shower. Be sure and do well, not. I'm going to do that before I get on the plane today. You are or you're yeah. not? Oh, no, I will. I will. <laughs> you're going to be nice to the person who's sitting next to I you. I think that's probably smart to do, don't you? Yeah. Well, you can take a shower now, go away, and then, you know, don't take one while you're away, and then take one when you come back. <laughs> I have gotten up and just rolled into the, you know, rolled out of the hotel room and threw on a baseball cap and or ponytail, whatever, and just through the bangs, and then away I go and no shower until I get home because sometimes I feel like that protects me from the scum of traveling. Well, it does, <laughs> and also and be sure and put on your jewelry, though. Are oh, of taking, course, yeah. yeah. You're taking jewelry with? I always do. And yeah. I actually wear my jewelry. I try not to pack any jewelry. That's I wear it all. I do. I'll wear like three necklaces around my neck, and then yep. I'll hide two of them, and I'll, I'll wear two watches. I, well, I've done, I haven't done two watches. Um, I usually pack that in my like wallet purse, you know. It's a, well, wearing the two watches is always kind of like if I feel like talking to somebody because then they'll look and say, why do you have two watches on? You know, start the conversation. And you have an answer. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we have a good trip because... Thank you. I'm off to D.C. Will you be there? I am not. You know, she thought I, I'm in New York, actually. I'll be in New York. Actually, I'll be in New Jersey. Okay. <laughs> but I'll be in D.C., so I'll just wait. Well, a little closer than normal, so... All right, if you have time, give me a call. I'm back and forth. <laughs> Actually, I'll be back and forth in the city to, to Jersey. But 
anyway. Well, always seconds. a pleasure, Catherine. Yeah. Have I think a great trip. A, safe trip. Thank you, and yeah, you have a great weekend. Week. Catherine Zox, Lauren Deller-Blake, you're listening to VoiceAmericaVariety.com. This is Catherine Zox Show. I'm your social worker with a microphone, and uh, Lauren and I will see you next week. hope you've enjoyed today's episode of the Catherine Zox Show. You can listen live every Thursday morning at 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America channel. Want to know more about Catherine? Visit her website at www.catherinezox.com. Be sure to join us next week for more interviews and great conversations with Catherine Zox. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff and management. You want to make more money? Be your own.